0: Welcome to Shick Talk, the podcast produced by the Swine Health Information Center. I'm Barb Dettelman, your host for today's episode, and I'm very happy to welcome two industry experts who have worked with Schick since its very beginning. We welcome Dr. Daryl Olson, Shick Board President, and Dr. Joe Connor, a member of Schick's working groups. Both of these renowned swine veterinarians have been involved with Schick for nearly six years. We visited with them about Schick's accomplishments, achievements, and contributions to the pork industry. Let's hear what they had to say. As we talk about return on investment, what has Schick shown to producers and was it worth the investment that we've made? So gentlemen, we'll start with this. As you look at the Swine Health Information Center, and the work it's done over the five years, do you feel it's made an impact on producers? Dr. Connor, do you wanna go first?
1: Thanks Barb. Uh, I do feel that uh, Schick's made a tremendous impact on producers and on uh, veterinary medicine and how we handle episodes and outbreaks, emerging diseases. And I think we can, uh, Daryl and I can come up with quite a list of areas where there is return on investment if we go back and review how Schick started, it really got its footprint when a PD activity started in the US. People like me weren't even clear on what was a transboundary disease and how that would separate itself from a foreign animal disease. And I think what we learned very quickly was that as producers and as veterinarians, our ability to influence progress and decisions were limited at that time. And that really is what got Chick initiated in uh, the organization and then has very quickly uh, progressed in a number of areas.
0: Dr. Olson, what do you think about that?
2: Oh yeah, I couldn't agree more with what Joe says. You know, the thing for me is I think there was a void. There was a void of people saying, what could happen? What are our greatest risks? And then probably more than anything, I'm tickled out. Now, diagnostic labs are able to talk more, communicate more with data. That was something that was driven by Schick. That's a huge, huge improvement for the industry. But I just look at, if you look at the list of the people that are Forget about the board, but on the working groups and the people that are investing time and, and their expertise into the mission of SHiK. it's a talented group of individuals. It's an amazing group of individuals. And I think that's really what's driven the success of SHiK. is getting these people all focused on the same thought process, on the same mission of how can we protect North American big industry. And uh, it's been amazing. It's been fun to watch.
0: So you're talking about the working groups and the board and all the different talent there. Why hadn't we brought those people together before? What kind of a gap? I mean, I know Chic has identified gaps, but what kind of a process did that take to get everybody on the same page and talking?
2: Well, I think Joe, Joe hit it, you know, I mean, hit it on the head when he said, you know, PEDs what got this started. I mean, we were all getting tired of fighting purrs. We're still getting tired of fighting PERS. And, and, you know, some of the other issues that we were dealing with, but this one was new and really devastating in that here's something that came in and had a catastrophic effect on the industry. And there was pretty clear, it didn't take long for people to understand that this, we brought this into the country very quickly and very easily. And I think that fear or that concern helped drive people to say, we better get going or the next thing that's going to come over is going to be a lot worse and it's going to be more devastating. So maybe it took something like PED to really get people focused on on the task at hand and really concentrate. But I think that's the driving force. And everybody said, we're going to band together and we're going to make this thing better.
1: Yeah, I would concur with that, Darrell. And if you look before that, I think we just we had a lot of good ideas, thoughts, but we were just not organized to move forward. And I go clear back to PCB2 and looked at how that moved across our industry in about uh, six months. And saying at that time, we really didn't delve into transmission activity. When PED came along, then we moved forward at a, a much greater pace. And then as we started to look at our, as you mentioned, Daryl, the uh, not only committees, but just uh, our our veterinary group and producers asked more of us and said, well, we can talk about emerging diseases, but how do we really move forward, look at not only talking about uh, what might trigger an emerging virus or bacteria, but let's do something about it. And then uh, when uh, Paul took the helm of uh, Schick, really moved us forward in terms of this uh, organizational movement and and really then put out a lot of arms or tentacles in a number of different areas uh, just to keep us going uh, in all of these directions.
2: And Barb, if I could add to that, I would. Certainly, echo what what Joe said about Paul Sundberg. You know, when when Paul, when when the decision was made to bring bring Paul in as a as our, our director, and and uh, he agreed to that was that's what we needed. We needed somebody that had had his connections, had his knowledge, had his experience, had his the, the people respected him throughout the industry. And so uh, he was the guy that was able to just pull it all together and understood the mission. And, and uh, for all of us that know Paul, he certainly certainly is not lazy. I mean, the guy will work his tail off and, and, uh, and put the time and effort that it takes. So we were really, really fortunate. We were able to find somebody like Paul and he agreed to uh, join us because that was just kind of that last little peg that we needed to make it all come together
0: if I'm just the average pork producer out here, I don't have a company vet, but I have a consulting vet. And I am looking at Schick. Everybody's telling me this is a great organization. What does it mean to me on the farm? What has this brought to me to help me on my farm?
1: Well, I think as uh, uh, Schick has developed, uh, one of the things that I recognize is that we're now getting consistency in not only news releases, but research studies have come out. So if I'm a a producer, I've now got a source of information that I can go to. I recognize that we're supporting industry uh, research in a number of different areas. And those studies are getting out to me as a producer in a very timely manner. And I think more importantly, Darrell, what I like is that we've really started to link what I call practical research with science. And if I'm a producer, I can now see that link, whether it's uh, biosecurity or whether it is, and try to predict where uh, viruses are going to emerge. And so I think we've got a great linkage between in-barn practicality, practical research studies, and then a mechanism to get that those studies out to me as a uh, producer.
2: Any veterinarian that's doing work in the swine world understands that they can reach out to Chick at any time. I mean, we have diagnostic fee support. You know, if they're, they're finding a case that they just, they're digging into, but they're just not finding the answers they want, there's support for that. There's, you know, diagnostic support, but there's also people that will help along the way with that. I think just the idea that, I mean, everyone has to understand that the health of the North American pig population is going to drive whether we're successful or not. We need to maintain the health status we have today. Yeah, love to get rid of PERS, love to to reduce some of the effect of some other diseases. But with the the profile we have today, we can compete in the world market, and that's going to be extremely important. So for the average producer, I, I would think they'd look and say, money well spent this is this is their money this is checkoff money that helped drive this program and this is money well spent helping protect the industry that uh, that we all need
0: so for both of you here what would you consider the top three things that you think Schick has brought to our industry and helps us on our farms every day and helps us keep pig population healthy
1: for me, it's really taking uh, the thought process of emerging pathogens, and then starting to generate the research, whether that be in at, at the uh, science level or at the practical level to say, how would we uh, deal with that? The second thing would be the coordination that CHIP has had amongst a number of stakeholders. And, and Gerald referred to that in terms of linking together not only the diagnostic laboratories, but the researchers, the key people, not only within the U.S., but we SHIP has reached out now globally and taking this type of approach to pull uh, information and uh, data back into our industry, which will uh, pay dividends in the the future. And then uh, the third thing that I would say is it's still forward-looking. And many times when we start these type of endeavors, now thinking we're five years into it, we hit a plateau. But what Paul and the committees have been able to do is continue to push us forward and say that, yeah, we still got a lot more to accomplish. We're not where we want to be today, but we're going to use these tools that we have to continue to uh, progress along the uh, continuum.
0: Dr. Olson?
2: I like the way Joel
1: thanks. You know, getting
2: diagnostic labs to, to be able to communicate better, that was huge. You know, to be able to develop a platform that we can have more consistency. I think that was huge because I think long term we gotta get so all Sahos or all of our all of our states are able to communicate better. You know, that's gonna be necessary as we live in a world where pigs are not just restricted to a specific state. And we have to get so that we can get diagnostics and information to to flow freely. And I think that's something that Shik has helped drive an, an awful lot. You know, the viral disease matrix, you, you know, when, when PD came here, we didn't have the diagnostics to even identify truly what it was, you know, kudos to our diagnostic labs that they were able to very quickly develop, you know, testing methods so that we could identify it and understand what it was. I think by Shik identifying here are some of our greatest risks and then having Tools in place so that we can identify that in case we have have that uh, disease show up in our boundaries is huge, and then like Joe said, it's research. You know, it's driving the research. It's it's pushing research in areas where it can do the most good for the industry. You know, just look at the the risk of of feed. You know, some of the work that Scott D did. I mean, that was stuff that we helped support, but all that information just helped bring an awareness and an awareness to our to, to people at USDA that, that there is a risk. This is certainly a concern and, and, I, and I think it helps our positioning as an understanding as an industry, what's our greatest risk? What can we do to help reduce that risk?
0: What do you think is going to be the challenges that Schick will be able to help address in the next three to five years?
2: You know, I I don't know what this primary issue is going to be, Barb, but I do know that the structure is correct. And Schick is in a position that it can rapidly dive in and be supportive. Um, heck, I didn't know Seneca Valley virus was going to show up. You know, I mean, heck, we didn't know that one was going to hit. And I think we were in a unique position then to really be supportive to the industry. What the next problem is or what the next issue is that has to be addressed I, I would, wouldn't want to identify but when you have the right people in the right positions and and then the right focus and the right design, uh, man I think you name it bring it on I think we're going to be, be a, prepared to address it. I like how it's structured I like the people involved I like I like how it's organized. so what that issue is I don't know but I'm not scared.
1: Yeah, I think as well, Daryl and Barb, we also, we haven't mentioned yet the rapid response team, which is SHIC. And again, I look at that and say that was developing in the early part of the of the SHIC program. it has been able to move that forward and solidify, and that's going to be a key component to whatever comes. Uh, Daryl alluded to that, that CHIP funds uh, some of these unexplained uh, mortalities, uh, changes that we can't identify. But with that, uh, they also have available the rapid response team, and more recently, the direction's gone to have a more standardized investigation. Because a key component of what uh, Daryl and I look at every day is, can we really identify the risk factors that caused a pathogen to enter a particular herd or system. We're now getting to the point, and we'll continue to progress, where we'll be able to to hopefully finalize more information that flows out of those investigations, which will then lead us toward more steps to prevent those introductions or further research studies. Along with that, I think uh, Schick is getting to the point now after five years where there's some hopefully authority and responsibility to make decisions. One of the key things that has come out of Schick has been with the producer veterinary involvement, diagnostic lab involvement, is that are we at a, a point where we'll be called on to help have input on making these decisions, which directly influence some of the decisions that have to be made when a a different pathogen enters the industry. And I would suggest that we're progressing, Chick is progressing quite well in that arena.
0: One of the things that both of you have talked about is research. And one of the pushbacks that I've heard sometimes from some producers is that they have their own research teams. And so do we really need industry-wide research group working on new things that are happening? How would you answer that? I mean, it's the checkoff dollars, as we know, that have paid for this. But is that good use of resources when we have everybody doing private research?
1: I think absolutely, because we ourselves have uh,
0: internal research,
1: but we're generally focused on system research or direct economic return research and not not directed on uh, the industry as a whole or some of these risk factors. The second thing is that the uh, ship type research is able to pull and look at more uh, not only domestic but uh, global issues that would affect us and those are things that we don't tackle at all on a daily basis.
0: Thank you.
2: Most research that is done at the production level is system research, it's production research. And that's so important for production entities to continue. But what we're looking at it is targeted research that's all focused on helping protect the introduction of new disease. Absolutely. That's research that wasn't being done that needs to be done. No question. I think it's extremely important. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't argue with producers and say at some time that there was some research being done that probably what is the value to the industry. When I look at the research that Schick is doing today with targeted research specific to one goal, nobody else is doing it. It needs to be done.
1: I'd like to add to a, a key example of that to me is is quite exciting for the producers as it been. Chick's ability to go into Vietnam and look at research under ASF, which is now really getting us ahead rather than behind and saying when ASF comes, now these are questions we have to answer. That forward thinking, not only on ASF, but the ability to look globally at other areas and other of the FADs and emerging diseases really is the direction that will really help us and keep us ahead within our industry and and Paul's done a fantastic job of linking that research again I look at it as being practical research but done with universities so it's going to be recognized and hopefully accepted as good information so we don't have to redo it here but we can really continue to move forward in uh, those specific areas.
0: Good point. So one of the things that you both mentioned was the rapid response core and the diagnostic labs and diagnostic fee assistance. How do you think we are getting the information out to producers and veterinarians? What are the key ways that we're able to reach out to those two audiences? I
2: think we're hopefully getting that information out. I mean, you know, the rapid response, we have obviously veterinarians geographically located throughout the United States that can support if we have that need. So I think they're getting the information out, you know, chick website, ASV website, National Pork Board website. I mean, we're trying to get information out as best we can. Certainly our younger veterinarians are very, very socially uh, in tuned that they'll get that information and, and get it in their hands and utilize it very quickly. But I think Paul's done a great job of getting out getting in front of the industry, getting in front of people and, and making them understand what's available. I certainly hope everybody understands. Barb, your group has very, been very, very helpful in, in helping us get information out so that we, we make sure people understand what we are doing, what is available, and if there's a need out there we'll try to fill that gap so i i feel like i think we're doing a pretty darn good job of getting that information out so people understand it
1: the swine health monitoring system that chick participates in now is got a significant percentage of our sow industry that transfers information data and moving into hopefully the grow finish phase and so Weekly reports, Iowa State Group got monthly reports, all of those uh, quite readily available to uh, certainly the participants and to the industry then as a whole.
0: Very good. Anything that you guys would like to add to our discussion about SHIC and its place in the industry?
2: Well, Barb, from my perspective, one of the things that I've really, really been impressed with, I think there's new people involved in Chick that probably weren't involved in some of the other aspects of either whether it be any of the other swine organizations, I think it's able to bring out talent that before probably didn't know where exactly they fit. And now they've found a home and they, they really are putting a lot of time and effort into helping support the industry. So I think that's one of the real positives of SHIC is gathering and organizing more people. I mean, more talented people and getting them involved. And I think that's fantastic. Any organization that has a very focused approach, you know, a single mission, it's a lot easier. As your mission becomes larger and bigger and there's more goals and more things that you have to focus on, it's easy to get distracted. We don't have to worry about getting distracted. We're we're focused on a pretty singular uh, goal. And that makes being successful, I think, a little bit easier. So thank goodness we've just had one goal. Uh, it, It has certainly helped us concentrate and focus on our task, and I think that's helped to our success also.
1: Yeah, I would uh, reiterate that, Barb, that the uh, SHIC has a lot of these tentacles, but Paul and the committees have done a great job of getting those tentacles back to uh, a single mission. And uh, that needs to continue because there's still plenty of work for us to do as we look at protecting our industry and and keeping ourselves competitive.
0: Thank you. We'd like to uh, thank Dr. Daryl Olson and Dr. Joe Connor for joining us today on SHIC Talk. So talk to us a little bit more about the history and mission and far-reaching efforts of Swine Health Information Center. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining us. Thank you for listening to SHIC Talk from the Swine Health Information Center. Learn more about our organization and our mission to protect the health of the U.S. swine herd at www.swinehealth.com dot org.